This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. This might come as a shock to you, but the Seattle Mariners made another trade. Um, I think a little bit sarcastic, but let's talk about to Greg Johns about that. I'm Allison Footer. Greg, I, I say that facetiously because the Mariners are always making trades. Um, good for Jerry Depoto. So tell us about the latest right-handed pitcher that they have acquired. Yeah, Chase DeJong. And, and Allison, it had been 21 days, so Jerry, I, I think I was getting the itchy trigger <laughs> finger. Uh, you know, he, he likes the team he's got. They're pretty set. But this is, a, this is a guy he says they've been pursuing since uh, last July. That really like this uh, Chase DeJong. Uh, he was a double-A Texas League Pitcher of the Year last year for the in the Dodgers organization, and uh, Jerry really likes him, uh, kind of guy that he likes to go after, a, a strike thrower, command guy. He's not going to knock you over with 100-mile-an-hour stuff, but as, as Jerry says, it's hard to trade for Clayton Kershaw, uh, and these are the kind of guys you, you really build your team up with the kind of depth, and, and uh, they've got a few of these guys now that they really like. To, that the, you know He's going to start the season in Triple A Tacoma. He's a 23-year-old uh, with, with some, uh, some nice upside, and they kind of building a nice pool of, of pitchers uh, waiting in the wings here, which is good to see. I mean, any organization needs that pitching depth, and, and they're kind of putting him in with the Andrew Moore and, and Max Povsey and, and some other guys that they've picked up here to, to kind of you know be that, that next wave uh, or guys that we may see sooner than later if, if uh, they get the kind of injuries they had last year. So they really like the kid. Uh, just been a very, uh, very uh, poised and uh, mature kid, and, and seems like he's fitting right in. He he was uh, in the Dodgers camp, which is uh, just down the road. So as he said, he, he got his car this morning and just went to a different camp. And uh, here he is putting on a different uniform and uh, excited to be here. Yeah, so what do they have? It sounds like he's got a big upside. Um, did they give up these, these, these guys that they gave up? Um, any, anybody that we should be concerned about that they might have given up too much? Well, you know, every trade you give up. Drew, Drew Jackson, the shortstop out of Stanford, uh, had had a, had a nice year for him uh, a year ago, two years ago, I guess, and, and fairly highly rated prospect. Kid out of Stanford with uh, you know good good defender and uh, was playing, but he's playing a ball last year. Dijon a little more developed, a little closer to being ready to go. Uh, so I, I think from that perspective, if you're looking for immediate results, I mean Dijon's a guy that's going to be knocking on the door of, of being a major league pitcher, where Jack's probably a little, a little further off. And, and the other kid they gave up was a real young. Hard-throwing uh, reliever that in, in low in rookie ball. So, as most trades, so with, with prospects, you never know how they're going to come out. But uh, I know they're very high on Dejong, and uh, and I think he's a guy that we'll probably probably see. Uh, I certainly see pitching in Tacoma, and if he pitches well, I uh, wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised to see him uh, certainly uh, by next year in Seattle at some point. Okay, so moving to the major league club, Gene Segura has. Um has been added, I guess, to the World Baseball Classic um, for the Dominican Republic. So how did that come about? Yeah, just he's, he's filling in for Hanley Ramirez. That just news just came out, and and uh, and Segura very excited about it. And, and the Mariners uh, publicly supportive, but but you know they're <laughs> uh, they're looking at things. This is the they've now got 12 guys going to the WBC, and 
And a, a lot of them are the heart of this team, you know, Robinson Cano, Nelson Cruz, and Gene Segura going to the Dominican. And, and you got Felix going to Venezuela, and, and uh, Edwin Diaz is going to Puerto Rico, and uh, Giovanni Gallardo going to Mexico. These are, this is the, you know, a couple of their starters, and, and the, really the, the middle infield, uh, a good chunk of their two, three, four lineup hitters. Uh, so they're going to be interesting for, for a week or two, uh, with how they fare in, uh, in spring here. As, as Depoto says, uh, Great to give some some of the young guys, other young guys, step up here with a chance to get some exposure. Uh, but I, I would guess uh, Scott Service, the manager, probably wondering, uh, hey, what happened to my my middle infield here of Cano and Segura that I wanted to work with? But uh, that's part of the WBC. Every team's going through it. But uh, just talked to Segura, and very very excited to be going to play for his uh, home country of the Dominican, and, and going with his good friend Robinson Cano. They'll be the the middle infield uh, with that the defending champion Dominican team. So. Pretty good squad the Dominicans got lined up, uh, and he's going to be a part of that. Uh, and we won't see him in, in camp here for the next uh, 10 or 12 days. Once they're all leaving, uh, I think this weekend, about Sunday is the last day. Uh, they'll be playing Saturday and Sunday, and then most of these guys take off for their various camps. So uh, WBC, an, an interesting uh, element to spring this year, and, and it's going to affect a lot of teams and what they were looking at here in camp for a while. Yeah, it's interesting because on the flip side of it, does that open up some opportunities just for – some of these guys that probably aren't going to make the team, most likely aren't going to make the team. But for them to get more playing time, I mean, part of the problem with spring training is like, oh, they have 57 players in camp. I mean, how do you find enough innings for these pitchers? How do you find enough playing time for these position guys? It really is a chance for some of these these uh, players that maybe we haven't heard so much about, uh, maybe just making an impression, and then when it comes time for a promotion – uh, this could stick in the minds of, of the front office. No, no doubt. And, and you know, a guy like DeJong that we we're just talking about. I mean, he's going to be, you know, certainly getting some innings, uh, some some prime innings. Uh, you know, th- those kind of pitchers that, yeah, you need arms to get through. I mean, guys are only throwing two, three innings at a time, so um, they're going to they're going to be using a lot of guys and uh, some that'll be here in camp later on, and some that they'll just bring over from the minor league side probably to to, to fill in. But uh, yeah, I mean, you look at middle infield. We we're just talking about, uh, you know, certainly Sean O'Malley and, and uh, Taylor Motter are going to be playing a lot and getting a good look at those guys competing for, you know, roster spot and the utility role. And, and uh, you know, they're, they're going to get a, a darn good look and uh, see what they can do as well as, you know, a lot of, a lot of, the, a lot of the arms and, and camp. So, yeah, that that is, as Depoto says, that's the positive, and they're going to hang on to that. The, they love the fact that, uh, you know, as Depoto says, the the world looks at us and says, we, we like your players. We're going to take 12 of them. And uh, they also like the fact that uh, you know, some of these young kids here in camp will get a good shot to show what they can do. So Joe Poznanski, our uh, super-duper reporter um, who does these wonderful in-depth features, uh, had a nice feature on Felix Hernandez recently. And I guess I kind of want to focus on he, – he was really struck by his intensity um, and the fact that he's, he's bigger, he's stronger, but he's not like – he just kind of is uh, – he used to like look kind of flamboyant in, in his different hair colors and stuff, and it just seems like he's settling down and seeming more intense, maybe a little bit more edgy when it comes to some of the umpiring. Um, what's behind this, and have you noticed that? Well, it's interesting. When the season ended last year in the last game, uh, you know, Felix pitched at the end, and, and uh, talking afterwards, he said, you know, I'm, uh, I am motivated to come back and, and show that the king is still the king, you know, and uh, he, he's taken that for for uh, seriously. Uh, he is look all business this year, and Felix is a fun-loving guy, and uh, you know he's 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 always going to have some fun. But he he does seem to 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 have a you know I don't know I say a chip on his shoulder, but 
this is a guy that hasn't been criticized a lot in his career, and I, I think he's heard some people, definitely read some things that, hey, you know, is, is Felix on the way down? Is, is he done? Is, you know, are the innings caught up with him? And uh, this is a guy with a lot of pride, and he uh, he's definitely out to prove that uh, he is still the king, and that's uh, <laughs> that would be a very good thing for the Mariners. Uh, he is in camp, uh, came pitching early, and part of that's the WBC. He needs to get ready to get get ready for Venezuela, and, uh, but a good part of that is, hey, I'm I'm going to change some things this year, and one of those is getting out, throwing more early, being ready, and and uh, and working on his fastball a lot more this year. I, they really want to see his, his velocity tick up a little bit so that it can counter that, that wicked changeup that he's got and make his other pitches play off it. They feel like he's got to get back to, you know, he's not going to be the old Felix throwing 98, but uh, they need him to, to, to throw that more, to trust it more, and, and uh, get get, pitchers, get hitters uh, off off some of his other off-speed stuff. And I think that was you know, a little bit of the problem last year. So and we're talking problems with Felix. It's not like he had a horrible year last year. It just wasn't the king. Uh, you know, he's hurt a little bit. His, his final numbers were, were down. His, his, his strikeouts were down. His walks were up. Those kind of things that uh, that they expect uh, you know, and, and need to change this year. So, yeah, a little edge, a little steel in Felix's eye, and it's good to see. Yeah, I guess it's, it's anybody can be humbled, and I guess when you you know have people kind of starting to doubt you, and you're never you've never really dealt with any kind of failure before, then you can you know it's a little bit of a reality check, no matter with who it's happening to. Um, Okay, so we're going to move on to a totally different topic, and I'm actually going to ask you about you. Favorite memory that you have had covering baseball? You've been covering baseball a very, very long time, and I use A.J. Casavell, our young reporter for the Padres, as an example of someone who hasn't been covering the beat a long time, and he came up with a very nice memory. And, of course, then talking to Richard Justice and Ken Gurnick and, and – uh, Richard Justice was like kind of humble brag. Oh, my! One of my favorite memories is the Game Six of the '86 World Series when Beer, somebody like threw beer on him in excitement. So um, I really like that one. So <laughs> tell me something, uh, you know, just something that you, you think of fondly when you think about covering baseball these years. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess personally, kind of the, the the coolest thing that uh, that I can remember doing was going to Japan with the uh, Mariners in 2012 when they kicked off the season with the A's over in in Tokyo and. It was such a, a great experience to be with the team and get a chance to do some of the things. We were over there for a week and, uh, <laughs> and it, off mm-hmm. the baseball field, but had a chance. Uh, they were doing uh, Dustin Ackley and Justin Smoke went out to a military base in, in Tokyo, and I got a chance to tag along with them. And, and uh, they put us on a Black Hawk uh, helicopter, and we toured uh, over Tokyo, which is the coolest thing I've ever seen, and being on a Black Hawk. And, and the uh, the pilot started doing some dips and duels to try to get the get us a little excitement. It's pretty cool being in a Black Hawk over Tokyo and uh, and playing around with a pilot that wanted to show us what a Black Hawk uh, helicopter can do, which was uh, make your stomach drop a little bit uh, here and there. So that was uh, that was cool. And being in, in in Japan at that time, it was right after the uh, big earthquake and tsunami, and had a chance to go with uh, Sashi Iwakuma uh, out to uh, his hometown, which had been devastated by the tsunami. Uh, a little more serious note, and, and, uh, and he took us out to a, a stadium that uh, they were helping rebuild, and, and the kids out there were, were so happy to see Asashi and, and uh, their hero there in Japan, and, and they'd been through a lot of those kids, a lot of their parents and family members and everything else, but they were so so happy just to see baseball and be playing baseball and getting a field rebuilt for them. You know, those are the kind of memories that, that stick for me. Uh, you know, I've seen a lot of games, a lot of things, but sometimes those it's human things, the fun and the hard things that are uh, kind of what 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 the sport is all about. Sometimes it's just the, the people that play it and the, and the people they affect. 
Yeah, totally. I mean, it's those things you look back and like, wow, I've done some pretty cool stuff in my career. Like, we don't ever take it for granted, but it is uh, it is pretty neat. Like, just everything that you're able to do just because of the, you know, the profession that you're in. So, very interesting. Greg, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Enjoy spring. We'll catch up with you soon. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 